So we all had the break to make our uh, jokes about doing sphincter lessons now. We're all ready to <laughs> go. <laughs> Apparently there's, uh, this is my Wikipedia level knowledge, there are dozens of sphincter muscles in the body, but only a few that we have conscious control over around the mouth, around the eyes, so the muscles that circulate your mouth around your lips and the muscles constitute your eyelids, upper and lower, are sphincter muscles. And then there's two levels of anal, anal sphincter muscles, outer and inner, and the outer we have conscious control over and the inner's got a mind of its own, which is very useful for us because we don't forget and start pooing when we don't want to. We don't have to pay attention to that. There's some automatic process keeping a good level of tonicity there. But, you know, sometimes it's got a mind of its own too. So, uh, by the same token that we don't have to pay attention to stop ourselves from defecating, we also sometimes really have to, whether we want to or not, right? And then there's sphincter muscle, of course, to control the urine, but we won't pay so much attention to that one today. And then all along that digestive tract we were just talking about on the break, all along that mouth to anus tract, there are different sphincter muscles that the places where there's got to be a bit of gatekeeping. So there's those muscle contractions along those tracks that move the food along, and then there's places where there's got to be a little bit of gatekeeping about letting something in or keeping it out for now. There's sphincter muscles along there. So you can leave your legs long or you can bend your legs, whatever you prefer, whatever's more comfortable for you. And begin to open and close your right eye. And it might be difficult to isolate your right eye from your left eye. And don't worry about that so much. So pay attention to opening and closing your right eye. And try to leave your left eye alone, but don't put too much effort into the party trick of being able to do the one eye without the other. But pay attention to closing, squeezing your right eye and then letting that squeezing go away and letting your eye open. So can you do that as a continuous and gradual contraction of the whole sphincter muscle around your right eye and then letting go of the whole sphincter muscle around your right eye. Kind of in a way a familiar movement, but not how we normally think about it. We normally think of just, well, open and close your eye, or squint and don't squint. But think that that's being controlled by this whole ring of muscle. And this is what's so interesting about the sphincter muscles. They don't pull on bone. They don't open and close joints. It's just a ring of muscle that pulls on itself. So feel that, and you can bring some awareness then around your eye. Is that evenly distributed around that muscle of your eye? Is it smooth, the process of contracting all of it and then letting it all go, opening and closing? Gradually, as you do it probably already, you find it easier to leave your left eye alone. 
to really do the movement more in your right eye. Feel that gradation between completely relaxed and open and then squeezed or closed to the point where your eyelids touch and then a little contraction beyond that, almost like a puckering of the sphincter muscle around your eye. And then letting it go. Often with a muscle like this, there'll be all sorts of, uh, all sorts of kind of parasitic things we do. Do you furrow your brow a little? Do you do something with your jaw or your tongue? And gradually as you do it, you can leave these other things quiet and just close your right eye, squeeze it, and then let it open again. You'll start to feel what's the kind of rhythm for that for you. What's the wave of that movement? What's the rate of contraction and letting go of contraction that's smoothest? and then leave that and just feel the effects that's had on the feeling of the whole right side of your face, left side of your face. And then lie with your lips together, if your lips aren't already together, have your lips together and begin to open just the right side of your mouth let your lips come apart on the right side of your mouth and you can use your tongue to start to find that movement. So maybe your tongue can help your lips part just on the right side and leave the left side together. So your lips will have to be touching but your jaw a little apart. And then as your right s- lips on your right side close, can you close them even more, tighten that half of the mouth's sphincter muscle more so that you actually pucker the right side of your mouth. So you go leaving the left side of your lips quiet and touching. On the right side you let a hole open and develop and then let that close and let your lip actually come forward and pucker on your right side. This is actually the advanced kissing lesson. Pucker only on the right side of your mouth. Try this. And whether you mean to or not, you might pucker your entire mouth a few times. It just reminds you what puckering feels like. Good. And then can you leave the left side of your mouth quiet? Well, on the right side of your mouth, you open up a hole, let your lips part, let that muscle relax and open. And then that right half of the sphincter muscle around your mouth. puckers, contracts. And here too, there's probably all sorts of parasitic little things you do with your jaw or you do with your chin or do with your cheek. And 
gradually refine and let those go and let this be a simpler movement. Simpler movement of just puckering the right side of your lips. And then letting it open and then letting it pucker. And leave that and take a rest. And now can you do that with your right eye and the right side of your mouth at the same time? I was just debating in my mouth whether to, in my mind, in my mouth, I guess, in my mouth without moving it, in my mind, with whether to present that instruction as, oh, there's a funny brain twister coming up, or whether to just present it with a straight face. <laughs> this is better as a punchline if I do it with a straight face, and then you can laugh. Okay, good. So this is probably going to be a little bit funny, yeah. We don't often uh, coordinate the movement of our lips and the movement of our eyes like this. You're already doing a funny movement of your lips because it's only half your lip. Okay, but play with that and make as many mistakes as possible. Very important when doing something nobody's ever asked you to do before is to make as many mistakes as possible. And gradually you'll sort of figure it out. Gradually it'll start to hang together. So it's like you squeeze your right eye and the right side of your lips. You pucker your right eye and the right side of your lips. And then you let those muscles open. Relax back. Your eye opens. Your mouth opens on the right side. Probably your left eye is doing whatever. Even if you'd managed to calm your left eye down a minute ago, it's starting now. Oh, your hip, it's joining your hip. We've got parasitic movements all over. You might be doing it with your toes. Actually, really notice your toes. Notice whether you're doing it with your toes. Your tongue. All those things that we pull in. When, Especially now, because usually when we're, you know, it's like you're doing some fine work and you start doing things with your lips to kind of concentrate. But now you have to do this with your lips, so you're going to have to find somewhere else to, uh, to do the thing that you usually do when you chew your lips when you're trying to do fine work, right? Okay. Let's see, play with that. Can you? And how smooth can that get? How that rate of contraction of the annular muscle around your eye and the rate of contraction of the right side of your mouth, can they both start together and end together? Continue smoothly. 
start relaxing together and end their opening together? Or are they on completely different planets? Is one of them like a really fast open-close and the other is like kind of a spasmodic bits and pieces or something like that? Gradually let them both get smoother and happen at the same time. Great, and leave that, stretch out your legs, and take a rest. (coughs) Okay, and then you can either leave your legs long or bend your legs and stand your feet. And now we're going to look for the right side of our anal sphincter muscle. Okay, so you can start with a whole sphincter if you want to, just to be sure that we're in the ballpark in the neighborhood. And probably when you think about just doing your right side, that's going to be, have to be sort of an imaginary intention. And I won't know whether you're doing it right or wrong, as the, per the anecdote I told you on the break. And notice first that one of the first things, the big parasitic movement we would do with this is clenching our whole buttock muscles, right? So try that. You can clench your whole buttock muscles. Those are really big external muscles, and they're not actually the ones in play. So already it's pretty interesting to differentiate those from this much deeper, smaller inside muscle that's the sphincter muscle around the anus. So you just slightly tighten that and then let that go. And then when you feel you've found that, see if you can find just the right side. And you can safely tighten it and let it go because there's the inner sphincter muscle which really is doing the gatekeeping for you. This one you can afford to play with consciously, your conscious control. See, so actually this is much less embarrassing than working with your mouth or your eyes because I can't see you as we said in the break. Can't see the funny faces you're making. And now can you do all three together? So the right side of your anal sphincter. (laughs) (laughs) Very important to laugh first, okay? And the right side of your mouth and your right eye. I'll give you a while to work on that one. It's very funny because some of these, like around our mouth, we've got really, really refined movement. There's a lot of areas of our brain devoted to fine motor control around our mouth and our lips because we do a lot of things with that, as I am right now talking to you. Very refined, conscious movements of the mouth. The eyes, we kind of open and close, squint, do some emotional expression, look surprised. Less conscious control around the eye, probably. 
And then very, very little conscious differentiated control around the right side of your anal sphincter, right? So you're trying to put together three things here that you have very different levels of control over. And that's kind of fun. It's kind of curious. Don't get frustrated with yourself. Just try You open and close your right eye. Open and close the right side of your mouth. Open and close the right side of your anal sphincter muscle. Leave that and stretch out and rest. It's really interesting to see all the places in your body where you, you call it parasitic. Yes, yes, it's like substituting movement. When we try to do something that's under conscious control and it's not under conscious control, it's like we throw in everything in the kitchen sink. <laughs> to convince ourselves that we're trying hard and we really are doing it. You know, it's just generally like, okay, throw all your resources at something. When you don't know how to do it, you throw all your resources at it. Does this work? Does this work? And then actually finding what you're looking for becomes like gradually weeding those things out. That's why like in Tai Chi and Eastern arts, they talk about every, every action is yin and yang, every action is what you do, but very crucially, it's all the things you don't do. It's all the things that you learn to leave out. You learn that you don't need to mobilize. And there is some huge fear. You know, you feel a baby when they're a week old, a few days old, up till a couple of months old, pretty well. Everything that baby is doing I was very interested when my nieces were born to kind of like, okay, after I'd done the Feldenkrais training, what is this little nervous system doing? <laughs> oh, so my Feldenkrais hands, like for the first couple of months, all it's doing is trying to sort out digestion. It's just this little thing squirming around its digestion. It's not about skeleton. It's not about gravity. It's about what's all this stuff going through my gut? How does it get in one end and out the other? This little squirming digestion machines trying to sort it out bit later that it gets to, okay, what happens if I push here, pull here, do these things with bones and gravity. Okay, so bend your right leg, stand your right leg, leave your left leg long. And now let's come back to this funny coordination. So try the right side of your anal sphincter muscle and just the right side of your mouth. Leave your eye out for a moment. Don't worry about your eyes, just do the right side of your mouth and the right side of your sphincter muscle. Especially these are pretty small, delicate movements. So if you put a lot of effort into it and throw everything in the kitchen sink in, you'll actually drown out the sound of the movement itself that you're looking for. So 
And let things be really quiet and work with the intention. And then just work with the right side of your anal sphincter muscle and your right eye. And don't worry about your lips. Leave your lips out of it. Try a simpler combination. Squeeze your eye and squeeze the right side of your anal sphincter. Relax and open your eye. Relax and open the right side of your anal sphincter. And then gradually, when you want to try to put it all together again, try all three again. Notice your hands and your feet. This really does, this in particular, once it's, I think it's kind of deep and neurological, it wants you to clench and unclench your hands and your feet while you do it. See if your hands and feet can be quiet. that and stretch out and rest. Okay, and bend your Right leg, stand your right foot. And as you press with your right foot and roll your pelvis to the left, contract the right side of your anal sphincter muscle. So we're doing this movement to the other side. You press with your foot, your knee stays over your foot, you roll your pelvis to the right, to the left, sorry, the right side of your body peels away from the floor. 
step by step. But as you do that, you're contracting that right side of your anal sphincter muscle. The right or the left side? The right. So you're pushing with your right foot, contracting the right side of that muscle. Or playing with some approximation of that that you can make sense of in your mind. Try that idea. Don't think we have an iPhone app to tell us whether we're actually doing what we think we're doing on this one. And try it a couple of times without doing anything deliberate with your anal sphincter muscle because it's really interesting to feel the sudden subtle difference or change to the movement that you get by deliberately doing something with with this muscle while you do this. So this muscle itself, as I said, it's not bone on bone, it's not pulling anything, it's not making the movement in that way. But it's sort of setting something up. So try it again with contracting the right side of your anal sphincter muscle as you roll your pelvis to the left. Now try the opposite coordination. So try as you roll your pelvis to the left and push with your right foot, you actually relax and open the right side of your anal sphincter muscle. And as you roll back, you tighten it a little. So you're opening as you're rolling to the side. See what that coordination's like. How does that change the rolling, the whole length of your spine, freedom of your chest, your pelvis? Okay, great. Stretch out. Take a rest. Bend your right foot, leg, stand your right foot, and place your right hand 
on the floor with your right elbow in the air between your right ear and your right shoulder. Your fingers pointing down towards your, yeah, as well as you can find that. And take your left hand across and oh, notice what you're doing with your eyes, by the way, and your brow and your mouth and all those sphincter muscles in your face, all those annular circular muscles in your face. Let them stay relaxed, even though you're doing a funny thing with your hand. So take your elbow left and right with your other hand on your elbow. Just to find that kind of, it's not such a familiar idea of standing your elbow over your hand, the way you've got your knee standing over your foot, but find a place where you start to feel like your elbow's really standing on your palm. Take your elbow left and right a few times. Breathe easily within the range of what's comfortable. still breathing. And then move your elbow up towards the wall over your head, down towards your feet a little bit. Take your elbow in those two directions and feel how that pulls on your shoulder blade, clavicle, your chest, your ribs. As your elbow moves up towards the wall over your head, it's like your shoulder blade's a little platter that lifts up the right side of your chest, upper chest, lifts up that corner, extends that corner. Okay, leave that, bring your arm down, take a rest. Stretch out your legs, take a rest. So stand your right leg and stand your right hand. Stand your right elbow over your hand next to your ear. And just uh, resting in this position with your hand in this position. (laughs) Begin to open and close the right side of your mouth, your right eye, so in your face. let the right side of your mouth pucker and then slacken and open your right eye squeeze pucker and then open 
And leave that with your eye and your mouth. Leave that quiet for a moment. And push with your right hand, your right foot, to roll everything to the left. I think if you do this of how your elbow and your knee move apart from one another and come towards one another. And think where the back of your head is going to go. This might actually get useful if you've been using a cushion. It might be useful to not use a cushion behind your head with this because that restricts how your back of your head can move towards that space under your elbow. And a few times, initiate the movement from your hand. So your hand and your shoulder, your hand pushes and your shoulder lifts. And then the movement comes in a wave down to your foot pushing and your hip lifting. So you switch around the intention. Start the movement from your upper body. And then it reaches your lower body. And think of that hole underneath your elbow. Maybe you need to move your hand a little higher so there's more of a hole underneath your elbow. And can the back of your head move back behind that, underneath that bridge of your arm? Could you take the back of your head, at the end of the movement, take the back of your head underneath this bridge? Your head really rests on the floor. Your head rests on the floor. as much as you're comfortable doing. Your eyes look up towards the wall over your head. Imagine your eyes are actually going to see your right hand when this was all said and done. Think of that direction. Yeah, you have to lift your chin away from your chest and let your head move backwards. Great, leave that stretch out. Have a rest.
Okay, so bend your right knee and stand your right foot. And then bend your right elbow and stand your right hand. And now as you roll to the left, tighten all three of these sphincter muscles around your right eye, around the right side of your mouth, around the right side of your anus as you roll to the left. Tighten all three. See what that's like. Take your time, find the coordination. Now instead of tightening open all three, and you can open all three with the idea that your right eye might look towards your right hand. Remember this idea at the beginning that your tongue might come out of the hole of the right side of your mouth. Your tongue might lick your right hand. This is just an idea, okay? I'm just saying. It's just an idea. <laughs> I'm not saying do it. It's a direction. It's a direction of if you think about the right side of your mouth slackening and opening, your tongue can come out. The direction of the movement is that if it continued all that distance, which it probably won't, your tongue might lick your right hand. But not by turning right, by turning left. So roll everything to the left. And the right side of your anal sphincter opens, your right eye opens, the right side of your mouth opens as you roll to the left. You take your head under the bridge of your arm. Your tongue comes out. Your tongue comes out as you're doing all that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it comes out. It comes out, but it comes out in a direction where it's thinking all the way around a circle towards your hand behind you. So all of the sphincter muscles on your right side opens as your whole right side lengthens. Your elbow and your knee lengthen apart from one another. Sphincter on your right side opens, your eye on your right side opens, your mouth on your right side opens. Lengthening and opening all the sphincters. Subsiding back and they all close again. Can your elbow stay standing over your hand and your foot, your knees stay standing over your foot? 
They'll lengthen away from one another, but basically stay vertical. times if you want to just concentrate on one of the three sphincters or two of the three sphincters, simplify the coordination a bit for yourself, and then add them all back in again, you can approach it that way. And then leave out the movement of the sphincters. Just do the movement of rolling to your left. Pay attention to your breathing. Stop when you roll to your left and do this seesaw in your chest, in your belly. As your diaphragm moves up and down, as your belly expands and subsides, feel the internal organs all being jostled around, moved. Gurgling might be involved. And then leave that and come onto your back again and start from the beginning and roll to your left side. ready to come back to it, come back to it and add in the sphincter muscles again as you lift your right side and roll to your left. Your eye opens, the right side of your mouth opens, the right side of your angle sphincter opens. Okay, and leave that. Come onto your back, stretch out your arms, your legs, and feel, get a sense of the whole left side of yourself, whole right side of yourself. 
how these are resting, the left side of your face and the right side of your face, maybe slightly differently arranged. And when you're ready, roll to your sides, come up to sit, stand.